I'm there like, you. Yes. I know. <laughs> I ordered that a good amount. I or, it's funny. I ordered that before they even announced that they were going on tour again. You knew. <laughs> I just I knew. I was like, you, I'm gonna need a new Jonas Brothers T-shirt. You felt it in your bones that it was coming. Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. Hello. Wait, hold on. Nailed it. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of One Star Bad Movie Podcast, where we talk about bad movies with one celebrity in them. I'm Lauren. And I'm getting serious today. (laughs) I was gonna say, you don't have anything to go off of here. It, 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 it would feel weird to do too much of a bit. Yeah. Um, we have a different kind of episode today. We're not um, going to be reviewing a movie um, because we heard the news of a... I don't know how to word Really this. an icon. A, a, a tenant of this podcast. Yes. A pillar of excellence. So, um, Desiree Gould passed away recently. And you might say, who's Desiree Gould? Right. Which is a fair question. But also, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, how dare you not know? Um, so she, of course, of course, um, played Aunt Martha in the um, 80s slasher horror comedy well it wasn't a horror comedy but it was <laughs> um <laughs> sleepaway camp which was very important to this podcast um has changed my life completely <laughs> it, 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 to listeners of this podcast she might be more familiar as dr ant mom dr ant mom as we so lovingly have called her since we we reviewed sleepaway camp um and we admired her so much that we gave her her own award she so, had her own segment on the podcast. Her own segment, her own award, um, called the Dr. Ant Mom Award, and it's the award for choices, of course. Um, yeah, it's it's to honor someone doing in a film a thing that nobody else in the world would do. No, any and other person given that part would not make the choices that this person does. Yeah. And, it's an, and she sort of created that idea. Yes. Of it, just, not only for us, but I think in film history. <laughs> yeah. Of just, like, chewing the scenery. <laughs> just taking a bite out of that, that Not scene. even chewing it, because someone else would chew. She's <laughs> masticating. <laughs> um, and if you haven't seen it, just go ahead, watch Sleepaway Camp, or at the very least, a clip of... <laughs> At least an Aunt Martha compilation. Um, but I only think she's in one scene. She is... We got two. We got two. She's in two. two. And she's so iconic that, like, you feel, like, you feel her presence throughout the whole movie. She is so great. Um, so, we thought, since, after Sleepaway Camp, we created this award, and going forward, we gave away the Dr. Aunt Mom, if one was deserving, of course, Mm -hmm. we do not give this award out lightly. (laughs) Um, to anyone who honors her spirit in this, you know, the next movies of just choices, bold choices, unique choices. Um, so in order to honor her, 
and the legacy that she left on this podcast at the very least. <laughs> um, we wanted to go through all of the films from before uh, we did Sleepaway Camp and decide um, who, if any, deserved the Dr. Amom Award uh, for that movie since we didn't have that at that point. Yeah, just as uh, we, lo- we love everything you've done. Um, I, I looked it up. She was a realtor for most of her life. She had a few other film roles here and there. She like, played... she did Sleepaway Camp, and then 20 years later would, like, show up, and so people could be like, hey, that's the one from Sleepaway Camp, she which is iconic. She also played Blanche in A Streetcar Named Desire in a stage production. Absolutely in love Boston. that. Would, I would kill to see that. <laughs> I would I would pay money, I would invent a time machine to go back in time and, and see that performance. I can't imagine how how it goes. Sure she invented amazing. acting, really. Yeah. She like invented camp. <laughs> oh, hundred. Some may say that, you know, Frankenstein did. Is that Fra- is it Frankenstein? It it could it could be a lot of things. Yeah. Some may I, say I, those you can't pin it anywhere. We don't. <laughs> We say was it nineteen eighty-seven? Yeah. Nineteen I that's what I wanted to three, say. Three, three, eighty three. When when she said, um Fuck, I can't think of a single quote. That's embarrassing. Oh, that Angela. surely won't do. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. That surely won't do at all. <laughs> there it is. Oh, I'm sure they wouldn't approve of that. Um and I also recently showed a few other people that scene, and now they're obsessed, and I'm like, we're going to watch Sleepaway Camp, but you can't <laughs> look up a single thing about that movie. Um, so without further ado, I guess we can get started. It's also going to be fun, because um, these are the oldest episodes we've done, which is um, almost we haven't seen two some of full these years. <laughs> in three plus years. Oh my god, three! Yeah, it'll be three in less than a month for the first one, yeah. Wow. I'm gonna have to do something for our three-year anniversary. Wait, so I'm looking at... I, I, I have the list of our stuff, of our episodes, up on iTunes, just so I, it's the easiest place to like see the That's why list. I have mine. And why was swiped three and a half hours? <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, holy shit, why, why did we go back for three and a half hours? I, and I remember I cut out like 45 minutes of that episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember, we had to take a break. <laughs> That's insane. We literally like, we were talking about it and we barely got through the movie and then it had been like two hours and we're like, we gotta come back. <laughs> and we came back like two days later and finished it. Our, our our second place is Ma, which feels right. That For longest, sense. the first yeah. one or the second? The second place. So no, like second time we did Ma or the first time we did Ma. Oh, first time. The second one's in a normal episode length. We managed to cut it down. <laughs> but that makes sense. That makes sense. We'd go on for Ma for two and a half hours. Two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> um, this will be. Maybe our shortest. We'll see. Well, we'll see how it go- or the longest potentially. <laughs> you know what? No promises. <laughs> um, of course, we have to start off with the kissing booth. 
The first so, one. My gut reaction is, I will not speak ill of the dead. Therefore, I will not be giving Kissing Booth a Dr. Amon award. Ooh, okay. So, no one is deserving. Well, here's the thing. Like, Joey King's being annoying, but, like, anybody can be annoying. What's his face? The one who made... Jacob Alordi is just a tree. And that really? is, a, that is yeah. a term that's been used against... A slur against me multiple times. But here I am reclaiming it and using it against him. He really is... He really is just there to be tall and hot. Yeah. And the other guy's just being ugly. So... <laughs> In our main cast, we've got no awards to give. No, and, and I'm... Wait. What about... Just for the... Just for, you know... Full... I want to say coverage, and that's not the word I'm looking for. I don't know. Just just to be thorough. Um, what about... The yearbook guy, <laughs> or I, or one of one of the two gay characters <laughs> in the here's whole movie. The, I, I'm not recalling yearbook guy. No, and so therefore he can't be Doctor Antlow. You've also it's be been three full years since you've seen. This I don't movie care. Yet. I've seen. I saw Sleepaway Camp before you. So I've known I've known of Doctor Antlow for centuries. So, <laughs> and she never left me. But you don't remember this. Saying. You don't remember this character in Kissing Booth. No, he was. He literally would just show up and be like yearbook, and he would take photos, and then he created the weird thing at the end with all the yearbook photos of just our main characters at prom. But what is he doing that no one else would do? Was that not just in the script? I think. I think he did bring. He brought some weirdness to it that I think no one else really would have. But also, yeah, I feel like that part, I agree. That part is just weird on its own. And I feel like it doesn't need help to make it a weird character. Yeah. So I'm agreeing so I'm with you. Know. Okay, good. I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to be thorough and cover all Give of every our movie their shot. bases yeah because yeah. again this is a this is an honor yeah we have to be we have to be selective so yeah no one in the kissing booth is, is deserving and i kind of i don't know i'm kind of surprised at that i kind of figured but it also is just blah yeah it's annoying but not in a special way if anything we would give it to the writer <laughs> <laughs> So now we have F the Prom. F the Prom. Sim- similar theme. I feel like someone's got to get it here. There's there's definitely more candidates here. Yeah. I'm going to have to look up the IMDb if I can remember. And I'm, 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 I'm having to separate iconic lines versus iconic acting. Because my first impulse is obviously to be like, oh, you're a selfie virgin, you're a surgeon. But I think that would be unfairly crediting the actor when that's all writing. Right. Even though that is something that has positively impacted my life. I don't know how much this IMDb list is helping me. Yeah, you know? But I, f- I, I feel it in my bones that there's someone in here that... that. But if you can't remember which one you want to give it to, 
does that not right there not make them worthy? That is true. Oh, remember Sherry O'Terry's in that movie? Yeah. And Richard Karn. Yeah, I think, again, this one is one where we, if anyone's getting it, it's the writers. Because they are for sure making choices no one else would make. I kind of want to give it to them. Oh, wait, I know who, who, we need to give it to, I I forget her real name. So I have to look it up. Nicole Tom, who played the principal. (gasps) You're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm right. (laughs) So, after the prom, we didn't explain what this movie was. After the prom is a movie uh, written by the Fine Brothers and about high school, but they had never been to high school, so it's just based off high school movies, so it's very strange. And the principal is, is next level. She... She's just on the screen... She like she does her video announcements where she's just like, start fucking, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, like proms for, for having sex with each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a principal. <laughs> so yeah. so yeah, I think I think that was worthy. I agree, and I know I'm immediately contradicting my. If we couldn't remember right off the bat, do they really? But I feel it? like but... we we have to. I feel like that's fair for a movie that we're reviewing and we just watched it. I feel like we have to really think about these because we we have not seen them in three years. <laughs> yeah. So we have to we have to give ourselves a little bit of time to really think about it. Double Daddy. So Double Daddy was a lifetime original movie. I would say Definitely a bold choice for the third episode. We really... In terms of movie <laughs> choice. It's kind of an insane thing to do. We Well, we did a, a thing at the beginning where we tried to have an actor thread throughout the whole thing. Forgot all about and that. And that just drove us right into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so quickly. And then we were like, we have nowhere to go. Let's just do Mamma Mia. <laughs> Who was the one in this that was at F the Prom? It was... Her boyfriend. It was the 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 daddy, the double okay. daddy. He was in F the prom. Yeah, that went went downhill. Real we quick. went. We should have gone with like the girl from Riverdale. I don't know why we went with with in that direction. <laughs> the good news is though, there's an easy choice for me at least. Um, Brittany Curran, who played Heather, the. The second of the baby mamas and the insane one. Absolutely. Yeah. But I also, I feel like we have some honorable mentions. She does the most. Okay, so she's definitely doing a lot of the heavy lifting, but I remember her, like, ex-boyfriend that comes out of nowhere in, like, one scene, and he really... Goes it goes for it in that one scene, and so I can't I, say I do. You remember? I can't say I do. I don't think I, I'm not ringing any bells, and that's fine because he's not winning it over our main, our main girl because she is just she is next level. 
She's destroying it. But I just wanted to shout him out because I just... It's one scene, he comes out of nowhere, and it is... It is wild. I can't even... I, I would... Can't even chat him. I don't know what his character name was. For for all our Double Daddy fans, you you know him. You know who he is. Yeah, uh, everyone who's because uh, everyone's watching Double Daddy. Everyone, so you know knows this one. <laughs> so we're just gonna move on. Well, this is someone everyone does know. Yeah, maybe our most controversial episode to date. Yeah, because I'd say out of anything, it's the one episode we've done that there are people who like genuinely like it. Yeah. And maybe we're in the minority of people who don't like it. I found two more people on our side. Who? The people I also showed Dr. Amom to. Wow. Ta- people of taste. The the two people in my one TikTok that I've ever posted. <laughs> um, although they do both really like Mamma Mia too, which I have heard from a few people that that one is very good. But maybe we'll give it a devil. We'll see. Yeah, but may- but they agree that Mamma Mia is not good. They also do not like Amanda Seyfried, and I think that's the majority of that <laughs> reason. <laughs> well, Amanda Seyfried will not be getting our no. Dr. Amom Award for Mamma Mia. Do you have a choice? I have a choice. I'm not sure. Who's your choice? If you recall, my saving grace of the movie, if you will, the one part I did enjoy, was Christine Baranski as... <laughs> one of the friends you're right so that's who that's who i would choose because i if anything most of the cast is making choices people shouldn't make but (laughs) she's making them in a way where it's watchable and it's fun and it's not screeching annoyingness like meryl streep like meryl streep meryl streep we said it (laughs) we'll say it again meryl streep is bad in mama mia not just not good or not just like in a comedy for once or whatever She's actively poorly acting. Like, this was her vacation. Yeah. She showed up, she got her scenes done, she went right back to the beach. (laughs) And it shows. Yeah. Um, But it's fine. Christine Bradsky, on the other hand, really put herself into the role. I think. Really gave gave it something. Gave it the Christine Bransky flavor that nobody else could give. Which is why I would give the award to her. I would agree because I, I, I have no other nominees. <laughs> um, I also just noticed, like looking at these, that until we did our first Spook Vember, we only did one episode a month. <laughs> I mean, we're we're back at that now, so time <laughs> is a circle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now here we are again at our second Joey King movie. And this is where she really became the main character of the podcast with Wichapod. So, I feel like we have one here. I'm I'm thinking about it. So it might take a it might take a moment, but I feel like I feel in my bones that we have one. (laughs) So Wichapod, I don't know. I just I I need to look. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were saying I have one ready to go. No, I just I feel like I just feel the energy of a Doctor Ant Mom in this movie. So, Wish Upon is a um, a horror movie starring Joey King. That's not The Conjuring. She's in that one, right? Yeah. Did I make that up? Great. No, you na- you nailed it. <laughs> or Slenderman. <laughs> Slenderman. <laughs> um, it's basically it's a a monkey paw plot where you make wishes and it goes 
wrong. <laughs> Beautifully described. Thanks. I don't know, or maybe maybe not. I just I feel like definitely we can never give the Doctor Amum to Joey King because we have too much respect for this award. Yeah, exactly. If I because that's my thing. I was looking at. I was like, if it's anyone, it's Joey King in this movie. But I just simply cannot do that. Right. Because. I was thinking maybe Ki Hong Lee for playing Ryan, but I'm like, maybe I'm just conflating that I think he's hot. You know? It you happens. just want to honor him? <laughs> I want to... We're going to maybe twist some things. I might want to give it to the... I don't know if it's scriptwriter or, like, the stunt director. Because those kills are weird as hell. <laughs> We're giving it to the woman who hits Joey King with her car at the end. I do not remember that part. <laughs> it's good enough anyway. <laughs> what I'm what I'm remembering is the one with the hair that gets stuck in the garbage. Oh, disposal. she's good too. Because I think about that every time I use a garbage disposal. Not that I'm afraid of it. I just think about it. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll, we'll give it to her braid. How about that? Yes. Yes. Her braid is doing things nobody else's braid <laughs> would do. Okay, are we moving on? Oh, we have one here. We have our one next, here. Our, our next, next movie is... is Satanic. A Sarah Highland horror movie as well. Very, um... Satanic. In nature. <laughs> oh, whoa. Where'd you come up with that one? <laughs> and I feel like we have one here. I'm gonna have to... Um... Let you take the lead on this one, because I'm trying to remember. This one, like, they find, like, a cult... And I honestly, I feel like... This one, like, a couple people could... Could have a, have a chance at it. This might be the movie I forget the most out, out of anyone we've done. And that's understandable. I don't know why. It doesn't stick in my brain at all. Oh, Justin Chan, who played Seth. Maybe. Oh, Anthony Kerrigan's in this movie? Yes, I was about to say that. I don't remember him in he, it, but I like him. He plays the, like, cult leader guy. Okay. That keeps showing up. And he... He goes for it. <laughs> That's who I was thinking of originally. But I remember the girl that they first meet that, like, introduces them into this plot. <laughs> I remember her doing a lot. And I feel like her friends were super weird. But Sarah Highland and her boyfriend, I feel like, are too boring. Oh, for sure. But I feel like the other two friends and Anthony Kerrigan, those are like the the heavy hitters for that. This is going to be one I'm going to have to trust you on. And I do. So we'll, we'll give it to them. All three? Sure. Because I trust you. We're gonna... Yeah. So Justin... I think... 
Sophie? I don't know. Justin, the first girl in the hotel room, and Anthony Kerrigan. Now, if you don't know this movie, that means nothing to you, but... (laughs) (laughs) Now we've got a movie that I think you're going to throw up some objections to. A Christmas Horror Story. Unless you're down with my boy Billy Shatz. That's a good nominee. That is a good nominee. Because even though he doesn't technically interact with literally any other character. <laughs> he is alone monologuing, essentially. And he's doing he is doing a lot. He is doing a lot. And his character's name is Dangerous Dan, which I feel like does add. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Great. Dangerous Dan. That was a quick one. Billy Schatz, naming him Billy Schatz also, I think, an important moment in the podcast history. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That one that will definitely get an award. The Princess Switch. No, Numero Uno. But here's, now here's a hard, this is hard in the other way. It's like, fucking who? Out of all the options. My first reaction? So Princess Switch is, uh, of course, (laughs) we keep not explaining what these movies are, but is... Well, uh, we're operating under the fair assumption that everyone's watched every episode. Everyone's listening to these Watched every movie. That we're just among fans. I'm just giving you a quick refresher. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Princess Switch is the Vanessa Hudgens Christmas movie where she switches, where she plays two characters and they switch. One of them is a princess, notably. Um, I want to give it to... My first gut reaction is the weird old man that's supposed to be Santa. That's a very good gut reaction. I was going to give it to the little girl, but then I realized I am yet again mixing up the princess switch with the Christmas prince. And so that's yeah. my bad. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like this one is bland, but if we ever did The Christmas Prince, absolutely that little girl would win it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, uh, the little, little maybe Santa, perfect. Yeah. Oh gosh, now, ugh. This is Holmes a movie and of- Watson. Holmes and Watson, the, um, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley duo uh playing Holmes and Watson this is a movie of Dr. Ant Moms yeah it's it's a movie where our category of or qualifications of making choices no one else will make is an insult not a compliment yes it's like the anti-Dr. Ant Mom yeah it's it's, you are making the movie worse not beyond iconic (laughs) Yeah. Except, for me, there is one person who makes an iconic moment. Do you know who I'm going to say? I know who you're going to say. It's Billy Zane. (laughs) It's Billy Zane for me. I'm good with that. Because, yeah, again, everyone else, like, and they, they're making choices no one else would, but, like, at what cost? (laughs) Even people we truly like, 
like Lauren Lapkus. Disappointing. If I if that was my introduction to Lauren Lapkus, I'd hate her. Yeah, same. I it, I I it wouldn't be my fault because what's going on there? Like, look at what you're given. Yeah. So, but Billy Zane, the funniest joke in maybe any of the movies we've watched. <laughs> I agree. Really, really good stuff. And he's just playing himself, so that's why. Nobody else can do Billy Zane like Billy Zane. Come on now. Now we have Zapped. Which falls in an interesting category. Because, like, the Disney style of acting, like the Disney Channel original style of acting, is something that nobody else would do. But it's because I believe you're contractually obligated to do exactly that. You know? Yeah. And especially in this kind of movie, because this is the Zendaya movie where she gets an app on her phone that lets her control control boys. Um, yes. Because of the nature of this movie, we have a lot of people making a lot of choices. <laughs> like, as they're, like, acting being controlled by the app and whatnot. You know what? I feel like we can use this as an opportunity to credit not just this one person, but, like, the whole team of people who created, like, a cultural movement that never existed outside of film anyway, but it still had a huge huge impact. And, of course, I'm talking about the Disney Channel costume designers. Absolutely. Yes. They they created yes. a whole new style of fashion that has never been seen outside of Disney Channel. Has never caught on. <laughs> never caught on once. Yet, it changed the world. And I think and that's y- something important. And yet, it's never ceased. It's never stopped. It's still going. And nobody else could do it like them. No. You mix-match patterns. You mismatch fabrics. You, you wear. You put pages. a t-shirt under that tank top, <laughs> <laughs> and then with jeans and a sweater, different pattern, uh, wrapped around your waist as well, with different pattern socks and bright, bright colors—the brightest of colors. You're putting people under forty-five in fedoras. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's insane decision making that deserves this award. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. And for no good reason, either. No good reason. In Hannah Montana, you can kind of get away with the, like, her Hannah Montana outfits are kind of out there. Like, you can kind of excuse that. But then, like, the outfits that they, like, put their, the girls in to just, like, go to school. This is is a normal high schooler. Is that is next is not otherworldly. So I, I the Doctor Amon goes to every Disney Channel costume designer. I like that. It's it's sort of like a legacy award, you know. Yeah. Like how the Oscars, <laughs> like... you you might not win your Oscar for your best role, but more just kind of like a it's an award for your whole career. It's yeah, it's like the the award in the um. The award show that's like you get a full on speech for it, and it's like the Icon Award. 
Like, nobody votes, you just kind of get just, it. <laughs> they're, yeah, they just give it to you. <laughs> okay, next is Christian Mingle, the um, first movie romantic comedy based off an app that we've done. Uh, but surely not the last. <laughs> and and that's continuing on for now. There's definitely more out there for us. We're going to find them. To mingle in, if you will. <laughs> nice. Um, so this is a Lacey Chabert movie where she goes on Christian Mingle and finds a boyfriend. Um, and who, anyone strike, strike your fancy here? Um. It's another one where I just kind of feel... Like, there's gotta be one. I know, but I'm thinking but about it. But I don't it. know. And maybe, um, who's his, like, weird ex? Kelly? Is that it? His weird ex? Yeah. Who's like, come to Mexico with me. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you don't speak Spanish? Kelly what was the like hell is wrong with you. The intimidating ex-girlfriend of your boyfriend who like is still friends with him and is like cooler and better than you in every way. Yeah. Exactly. And blonde, they're always blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. If it goes to anyone, I think it would go to her. Great. Kelly. Kelly. I I I, re- I remember You did it. You Kelly won it again. <laughs> you win everything, Kelly. When is enough for you, Kelly? Okay, next is Sucker Punch. And this the, is gonna be... The movie enough. I have no idea how to describe. It's it's like... Here, I'll just read the IMDb. IMDb. A young girl institutionalized by her abusive stepfather retreats to an alternate reality as a coping strategy and envisions a plan to help her escape. But here we are in a hard situation again where it's like, are they really being iconic or are they just hot? Because it's like Oscar Isaac. Maybe he was just hot. <laughs> Maybe. Jenna Malone. Maybe she was just hot. I can't really tell. It, it does get make it cloudy. Oh, I forgot Vanessa Hudgens was also in this. Vanessa Ann. What a, what a woman. Yeah, I don't know if we can give it to anyone. Because, say, many flaws, but just chock full of hot people. Right. So, that alone makes it watchable, in my eyes. It does change it. But nobody's even at their maximum... Hotness. ...potential. No. You know, we've got Carla Gugino, who's like, I've seen Spy Kids. That's when she's at her max. Is it weird it's in a kid's movie? Maybe. But, like, you, you, come on. She looks great in Spy Kids. Oscar Isaac, obviously, not Duh. even close to where he, the heights he's about to reach. So I think we're, we're no on Sucker Punch. You're not yeah. good enough. You don't deserve this. Try harder next time. Zack Snyder, sometimes you seem kind of cool in interviews. I just don't like any of your movies. So sorry. <laughs> Better look next time. Make a better movie. Thanks, Zach. Now, ooh, we've got a good one. Cyberbully. The, um... Cyberbully! The... 
the film that was on Freeform, previously known as ABC Family, um, Emily Osment vehicle. <laughs> um, we got one here. If I mean, if not more than one. If I think this might be our first time, at least for me, we're giving it to the lead of the film. I agree. Emily Osment. <laughs> she put everything in this role, and she deserves it. For, for I Can't Get the Cap Off Alone. That was a cultural reset. <laughs> and, like, that's not to say... There are other... Like, her brother, who is just viciously mean to her for literally no reason. Would he be, he would puts up a fight, but... Can't come close. The friend that Which one? Causes... The one for being human, or no, the, the other baker? one? The one from the Panna Baker. The non-famous Panna Baker. <laughs> um, I feel like she also gives, you know, a, her best. But Emily, at the end of the day, she has taken it home. It is yeah. hers. There's not a chance. No one can catch up to her. We are in full agreement. Yeah, I don't think we do not give it to the star like ever. It's it's rare. It's hard to do. Yeah. So congratulations to you, Emily Osment. Except for we might repeat right now. Pretend- no, we, we no we won't. No. <laughs> no, for we petite won't. Italy. <laughs> for little Italy, which is of course about Toronto. Was, is it in Toronto? I just know it's in Canada. It's in unnamed Canada. Unnamed Canada. Um, with Emma Roberts and... always forget his name. Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen about rival pizza shops. Um, We've got a few options here. We do. I think Andrew there's a Martin. clear winner, but we have some... We have some nominees. Most Andrew films Martin don't have nominees. Grandma. Alyssa Ma- Milano is the one mom. Even Emma, honestly, Emma and grandma. Hayden, they yeah. they do some shit in this movie. The production designer for his lamp work. <laughs> All for making... achievement for achievement in lamp. <laughs> All making very strange choices. However, but... there was never any contest. <laughs> no, no. His name, Andrew Fung. Mm-hmm. His role, Luigi. <laughs> His legacy, iconic. <laughs> if you if you haven't seen this movie, Luigi is this guy who works at the bar. That he, they, he owns it, I think. Yeah, he, he might own it. But he's always, uh, yeah, because they're like, let's go to Luigi's. A Luigi's. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I'm a Luigi. And then like, <laughs> near, <laughs> near the end of the movie, he's like, you might not know this, but I'm gay. <laughs> and also and not... I'm not Italian. <laughs> but, I, but I found a home in the Italians. <laughs> they were the only ones that accepted of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he he wins. He not even a contest. <laughs> he changed the world. And he would have won it without that scene. Oh, for sure. He, but uh, then that scene, before, boom, next level, gone. Can't even not, f- fucking see the uh, the rest of the field. He's like fucking Katie Ledecky. I, <laughs> I would say out of anyone so far, 
he's been the actual closest to achieving what Desiree Gould achieved in Sleepaway Camp. If we're yeah. doing a ranking so far, he's number one. I think he me. is close. He's yeah. closest, yeah. Sadly, he will no longer be number one after this next <laughs> movie. Because at, because we're at Ma. And did we give Ma... We, we probably did on the on second round. I we don't probably remember. Did. I mean, it's going to Octavia Spencer. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> it's Again, no contest. Movie. And if anything, she's, like, already achieved the sort of, like, iconic meme status that Desiree Gould has for this movie. Octavia Spencer has that for Ma. If this movie... If Sleepaway came out... Let me... One more time. <laughs> if Sleepaway Camp came out at this day of age, it would have received this... Like, she would have received the same treatment as Ma's getting. Oh, you know the gays would eat her up. They yeah. would live for her. It's only because it was in the 80s that she's not getting the Ma treatment. Yeah, it's a little it's it's a little bit forgotten to mainstream society. Yeah. And that's a shame. But if it came out today, it would get it would it would get the same treatment as Octavia Spencer and Ma. Yeah, I fully believe that. It's like I'm going to Aunt Martha's <laughs> house to drink in her basement. I'm that's always going to Aunt Martha's. Talking about. <laughs> so yeah. I, no contest. She's but, really I, I love Ma. Did you know that? <laughs> no. Um, and also at the same time, like, I feel like her removed, there could be some nominees. Sure. But no one's Julia touching Binoche, her. Julia For example. Playing Missy her Pyle. mother. Um, the, the one girl with the raspy voice. She gave a lot. The fucking, what is it, like the pastor's daughter weird oh, fucking character absolutely her <laughs> but little sleepy pants herself <laughs> can't um, touch her can't touch octavia and janie yes destroying farkle like... maybe <laughs> <laughs> but no no it's octavia spencer fucking some respect she's an oscar winner god damn it <laughs> I don't know if we have one here in the next I've, one. I've been I've been scrolling through the cast. A lot of famous people I didn't realize were in it. So we're Geostorm. Go- Geostorm, the weather heist movie, kind of. There was no heist. I don't know. The weather movie? You're thinking of Hurricane Heist. I think heist I was thinking of Hurricane Heist. That we are yet to cover, but likely will at one point. Most likely. Um, Geostorm. I don't know. I don't know. Should we give it to weather? Because it's making choices weather wouldn't make because that's that not is, how weather works. That is true. The science behind the weather in that movie. Yeah. I'm uh, No, I'm a no. Just the weather. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't think that movie deserves an award. It doesn't. It's forgettable. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Next. Oh, is... you know what would have been great if... Bye Bye Man was the next movie, so... We can go Bye Bye Man. I was like, bye, bye, and then instead of next, he said man, but it's not. (laughs) So that's unfortunate, but it would have been nice. Our next one is Solo, A Star Wars Story. 
Now, that's a, have you? That's a great Carly Ray Jepsen song. Have you heard her song solo? Are you familiar? Who do you Who do you think you're talking to right now? Well, I'm just. I don't. I don't know if it's one of your favorites. It's, it's not one, one of. It's not one of my favorites, but I do like it. Well, it is one of my favorites. So, so what? You're not in love. Um. I do have couple nominees. Hit me. One being the Disney Corporation for firing <laughs> Lord and Miller. Because that, that is a choice nobody else That is a made. choice, <laughs> the dumbest fucking choice you've ever made. And then the choice to, like, just keep going and not rewrite or refilm anything. Bonkers. Um, but also, Donald Glover... For the sole reason being, he is in a different movie than everybody else. He's in the Lord and Miller movie. No one else is. He's in that movie. I, I'm going to be honest. I think your love for him is impacting your judgment in this moment. I mean, that's not me saying it's a good performance. <laughs> but I don't think it's iconic enough. I can't, like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think someone else could have done what he did. Well, yeah. But I, I whole... do agree with your original statement. Nobody but Kathleen Kennedy would have fighter in Lauren Miller. No, can you, and I still to this day get angry about how great this movie could have been with Lauren Miller at the, at the helm. Realm? It, but... Helm. At the helm. helm. You, you I was right the first, the first time. time. <laughs> it's been a long day. But, because, like, what are you thinking? And then, yeah, the audacity to just be like, here, Ron Howard, here, have the rest of it. And then, like, then the rest of it is, like, filmed with a comedy script taken seriously, and it's... It's bad. It's bad. Gets the party foul treatment after that. So now we have, um, so are we doing Kathleen Kennedy for firing them? I like yeah. that. <laughs> I like that. Swiped, which is the Noah Centineo movie about objectifying women <laughs> via an app. Um, and was our winner of our, Mar our March Badness Joey King of Movies award, so. Now this is a hard one. This is a hard one. My gut says not Noah Centineo. No, he doesn't do anything remarkable either way. Um. The guy with the haircut. For that haircut. Where, remember it was like... How do I forget this haircut? It was like um, a full-on bowl cut, but then there was like a different color underneath. Oh! <gasps> I remember. For That's that haircut. Good, that is a good nominee. And also I do want to nominate the editor for not cutting out the literal car driving down the street blasting music and keeping that in the movie. <laughs> oh, I, I also like the leather hard grandfather. Oh, yeah. He... He's I, doing his, a lot of work. His is a choice. His, yes. <laughs> But I but feel like I, that's just, like, his personality. That's what he's known for. Frankly, we could give it to the whole movie. Yeah. 
Because that entire movie, not a single thing is going the way anyone else would make it go. What do you think? I, 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 I want to give it to Haircut Kid. We can give it to Connor Hutchinson. For that haircut. I mean... Hutcherson, sorry. But yeah, much deserved. Wait, what's his name? Connor Hutcherson? Christian, why'd I say Connor? I don't know. I'm going through it. <laughs> anyway, now to Arthur. Which was our friend Sydney Lawson guest and chose. And it's about just spoiled Russell Brand. That's about it. Do you have any preferences for this one? I don't know. How about we give it to our good friend Sydney Lawson for because nobody else would have ever chose that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I like that. It it was solely for the fact of Greta Gerwig. Of Greta Gerwig is in this movie. And I believe you and her both fell asleep while we were watching it. Did that, did we really? I think That's so. That's funny. I don't blame myself. <laughs> but yeah, congrats, Sid. Congrats, Hooray. Sydney. <laughs> we're really happy for you. The only one of our friends to ever win the award. <laughs> <laughs> Truly an icon. Ooh, now, next up. Ooh. Tall Girl. Of course, tall the Netflix original about girl. the plights of being a tall girl. This now, is a good one. We've got some options. Griffin Gluck. Sabrina Carpenter. Sabrina Carpenter. For a good performance. I think Sabrina is just genuinely good in that movie. Okay. <laughs> Compared to everyone else. A milk crate. Another... Doing a lot of heavy award. lifting in the movie. Well, not that heavy. He's not huge. <laughs> um, I think I think we got to do a combo award to Griffin Gl- Gluck and his milk crate. <laughs> I think I agree. That because that changed that changed the, the game forever. Oh, another nominee size thirteen Nikes. Yes. Yeah. That really made an impact on society and culture. But ultimate winner is Griffin and his milk crate. Griffin is a milk crate, a hundred percent. Which, him and Sabrina were dating at that point, I think, right? Griffin Gluck? Yeah. Because he was part of the whole drama. I didn't know that. She broke up with him and then started dating Joshua Bassett. <gasps> wow, tall girl yet again. <laughs> Won't stop. Can't stop. That's funny. At least okay. I read that and I believed it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll buy into it without research. <laughs> why the fuck would we do research? Anyway. We don't do one. that here. Catwoman. I mean. We got one here. Lots of choices again. Mm-hmm. But I think yet again, we've got another lead performance winning the award. I think the the 
evil villain lady. She's up there. Sheriff She's Stone. up there. But no one can get close to Halle Berry. Halle Berry acting like a cat. Halle Berry playing basketball. We're really... She's just kind of dribbling. Just standing there. All the... The purring and the... Yeah. <laughs> you can include that clip if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Purr. That's my cat impression. That was good. Purr. I'm Catwoman. Purr. I want some milk. Her. We're almost at the end here. Yeah, like we said, it's a short one. Yeah. Um. Hotel for dogs. I don't know. My gut reaction is a no. Yeah. Was there like a really iconic dog? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm drawing a blank. So you, no, right there. We're done. I, yeah. You don't get any more time, Hotel for Dogs. Even if Lord does like Johnny Simmons. <laughs> well, now, speaking of Johnny Simmons, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Does not get it for, for this movie. However, Scott Pilgrim. Well, given that's not a movie we've done. But he he's playing a he's he's the Dr. Amon in that film. Again, it's really not something we're covering. But I'll it. <laughs> I mean, just young Neil's iconic and I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> we can move we on. We love young Neil here. Yes, I'm a young young Neil Stan. Okay. The bye bye man. I want to give it to Jonathan Petter. Yeah. For writing this film and for his brief yet iconic role as a flower merchant, I believe. <laughs> Some might say florist, yes. but I believe he was <laughs> credited as flower merchant. <laughs> Just because, yeah, he he deserves it. He really does. Because and we love him. Yeah. Because he said it and he thought it. <laughs> and, he, and then he wrote it down. He thunk it. <laughs> he thunk it. <gasps> Wait, hold on. We're timing out. Okay, yeah. Jacob Tremblay's little sister's in this movie. Who? Her, as Alice. I don't remember who Alice is, but she's in it. Erica Tremblay. I <gasps> love that. Iconic. Oh my god, there's a shocking amount of famous people in this movie. The Bye Bye Man? Yeah, you got Faye Dunaway. You've got Carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix. You got Doug Jones. You've got Lee Winnell, aka writer and star of Saw. And then you've got Jonathan Penner as Mr. Daisy with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then finally. Our last episode that we did before, before our lives camp. changed. Truth or dare. <laughs> because I, I believe we did Sleepaway Camp during a spook November, if yeah. I'm right. Yeah. yeah. Truth or dare. With Lucy Hale. 
and in T pose. And T pose. Subscribe to his OnlyFans. He seems like he needs it. <laughs> um. I feel like we could have one here, but I don't know. I mean, for me, it'd be to a certain face filter. Yeah. Because why? Why that face? Did did you? Does nobody working on the movie ever use Snapchat? Had that never happened before? Why can't they just kind of go blank and just stare? Right. No, you made the choice to make them look insane. <laughs> Why couldn't and they all just do the all. Debbie Ryan? The <laughs> they could have, but they didn't. They went with the statue. <laughs> Can you do that again? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get the right angle. <laughs> I'm like looking at that, <laughs> but I can't look away. <laughs> I'm captivated. We'll quickly give Debbie Ryan and Doctor Emma Ward for Radio Rebel. I've never seen it. I assume she deserves it though. Yeah, I think she does. Yeah. I also, I sent you the clip of her being ignored by her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. God, I loved it. Did not know she was married to Twenty One Pilots. Um, they're at least engaged. I don't know if they got married. I think they got married. Sorry, she's married to Josh Dunn. and a half pilots. Or ten and a half pilots. <laughs> ten and a half pilots. Um, so are we giving it to the face filter for Truth or Dare? That's what I stands out to me is like the, what the biggest the world. choice of that movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. And with that, our mini episode is finished. Just a That's quickie. It. Uh, I love you to Desiree Gold and everything she's done. A thank Tr- you. Yeah, honestly, like, truly like that. That movie is nothing without her performance. <laughs> uh, it's not a movie I would want to watch. I, I, I still might want to watch it, but it's not the same at all. <laughs> but it's, it's the part, it's the best part. It's the part you think about that sticks it with is. you. It is, it it's, is. And with Eat Shit and Live, Billy. Eat Shit and Live. And that's what we say to you, our fans. Eat Shit and Live. <laughs> we, I don't know how to end this episode because we don't, no, we don't... Yeah, that's it. We love you, Desiree. You're our one star. You are our the only star that matters to us. Um... As always, you can follow us on Twitter at One Star Movies. I'm at Mala Turnup. He's at Letter Leatherville. <laughs> and that's it. We'll see you next time for a normal episode. <laughs>